Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me, along with Captain Patrick and Barry the Boater. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, A lot of stuff going on. Um, If if you're joining us on Facebook Live, you'll notice the sea monkeys are missing. Missing? Yeah, well, they they were... um, Was there a ransom note left? No, there was no ransom note, but there was a ceremony to celebrate their lives. Did they, and, all, did they all pass away? Well, they did. And when I went left for summer vacation, um, I came back and my son had not fed them. So last week on our scuba show, we had the appropriate burial at sea. I thought they fed on each other. Don't they resort to like cannibalism? Well, I don't know. But uh, Barry the Boater said that they kind of recycled life. Uh, but he didn't tell me this. Until after they were flushed. Well, I assumed you had looked to make sure nothing was going on. Well, I, nothing was going on. I came back from summer vacation and the sea monkeys were, well, silent. Uh, yeah, well, and they weren't there anymore. I was like, oh! And I asked my son, you know, did you feed the sea monkeys? And he's like, what? I thought you were going to feed them. I'm like, I wasn't here. You know, typical conversation you have with your, with your you know, kids. Anyway, no, that, that is not a typical conversation that uh, Did you most feed parents my ha- sea monkeys. Have you never had that question to your your kids? No. Okay. Well, you haven't lived, then, Captain Patrick. But anyway, uh, they have moved on to um, you know a sewer pipe in the in the ground. Wonderful. And, um, you know, we had a uh, twenty-one gun salute or <laughs> a bun salute. Yeah. As we gathered around uh, the throne. Anyway, that was a whole other thing. But if you're missing them on the Facebook Live video today, well, now you know what happened. Now you know the rest of the story. But we could resurrect them. How could we do that? Amazon. No, we don't need to do that. You know, one and done. I, You know, I went through the whole... I mean, heck, let's be real. The sea monkeys last way longer than I ever thought they would. Well, you know, there are other things on Amazon. There's ant farms. There's a worm farm. There's some kind of other creature, but it would require way too much technical expertise for you to deal with. True. And um, obviously, we saw how successful I was with sea monkeys. Let's just stop there. Okay. And move on to boating-related stuff. We do have some of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe just a bit. Yeah. So, Uh, Patrick, what has one and two provided us to navigate today? Well, why don't we start off with um, a little bit of insurance news? See, is how we. Well, that's exciting. Well, we're we're hurricane season has started. Okay. Um, everybody up in the northeast and the upper Midwest is is full on with their uh, boating season. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, probably already starting to think about uh, boats coming out of the water 
and uh, getting winterized and stored for the off season. What? Um, you think they're thinking that already? I, if, Have you seen how hot it is around uh, the let, country this weekend? Listen, let me, let me tell you something. Knowing the dealerships in those areas the way that I do, if you don't already have it scheduled by now, you are going to be SOL mm-hmm. uh, when it comes. Because what will happen is they're going to get that, that first you know cold snap, something like that, and then it's going to be like everybody's going to want their boats out of the water. They're done. And it's really kind of happens right after Labor Day anyway. Summer's over. Kids go back to school. You know, uh, boating. We're not even into August yet. I mean, even you know, up he north, for, he forgets. Gonna, yeah, Patrick, he forgets that we live in Florida. We have summer cool and summer hot. Right. There is no winter here. No, we have summer hot, summer hotter. Yes, we are okay. in summer hotter right now. There's yes, no question. So but even up north, it's hot. Yeah, but they have to have they have to have their boats scheduled already because when when the season ends you've got thousands of boats that have to be taken out of the water understood um there are repairs that need to be made winterization that needs to be done they need to be shrunk wrapped and stored for the off season and if you don't have that scheduled probably by now you're probably going to be in a bit of a bind. It's no different than at the beginning of the season. If you don't have your boat scheduled to be dewinterized and unwrapped and made water ready, because when the weather breaks and they get that first warm day, I mean, in Chicago, it's like, man, if it hits 45, they're screaming for boats to go in the water. You know, they're, they're, right. like, they're all about it. Yeah, but it's not going to be cooling off even in Chicago till like, what, the end of August or... No, what he is saying is you need to schedule. It's the same as my clients when they wait till April 14th to call me and say, hey, can you get me in today so I could do my return? Well, true. I understood. Well, no, you didn't because you're arguing with me and you obviously didn't understand well, what I was saying about but I'm just saying, scheduling what, what your would, boat for, for... What would be the uh, April 14th uh, comparison uh, for a boater, say, in Chicago? No, what they would do is make the schedule now. It doesn't mean they're going to bring the boat over there and have it done now, but they're scheduling them. Hey, you're going to bring it in three weeks from now, four weeks from now, right. and get this work done. Again, okay. But it's not going to be that early. Even no, if you- it, it may be because depending on, again, Greg, hundreds if not thousands of boats, depending on the dealership, depending on the marina that's doing that type of work, it's a laborious process depending on the size of the boat to go through and adequately get that boat ready for winter storage, not to mention getting it shrunk-wrapped if it's going to be staying outside. If it's going in, if, you're, if you've got some bucks to spend, mm-hmm. and it's going to go inside to heated storage, yeah. you know, more power to you. Well, okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm just wondering, say, a boater in Chicago has his boat out on the water in uh, the Great Lakes there. Okay, here's, okay. The, here's the thing. He should already have it scheduled. Now, he should have depe- a plan. Depe- okay. Depending on the dealership or the marina, whoever's going to do the work, they may say that um, your day is uh, September 12th. Well, okay. geez, but the weather's still nice. Listen, if you don't do it here, I've got 500 boats you know, after you that I've got to get done. This right. is your slot. Okay, so if you scheduled it now, you might be able to push it back later into the year. 
and get you know ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? You hear what I'm? Because if you want to still vote in September in Chicago, why? Why am I? I'm getting the feeling that I should just agree with you. Yes, just, as always, just, just to get out of. How many times this, have I this, told you I'm right, even when I'm this wrong? Nonsensical loop. A, a verbal madness that I'm engaged with, yeah. uh, with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, if you are planning to wrap up your boating season up in Chicago by September 12th, let's say, then it, it doesn't matter. But say if you wanted to push it into September, if you call them now and say, hey, I want to make my uh, winter reservation on my boat Bo- for the end of September. Most most boaters, if they've already had, if they've got a facility and they've already did, if they did the dewinterization at the beginning of the season, they probably already made that plan. You know, Mister Holt, your boat yeah. is ready, and would you like to schedule it? Right. And these are the dates that we have. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're new to boating and maybe you took delivery of a new or a pre-owned boat during the summer season and you haven't had to deal with this yet, that's those are the people. That are going to get get caught short. You don't want to be that guy. Correct. Okay. Understood. So work ahead, plan ahead. Yeah, but it 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 may be that your season is not quite as long as you want it to be because depending on the schedule, it may be that this is your day that we're taking the boats out of the water. Yeah, your boating season is over. Right. It's up to the dealer. Or, or the, the marina. Yeah, yeah, the marina. At that point. And they and, in Chicago, well, what do you think that is, though? You think it's yeah. the middle of September, end of uh, September, November? I I would guess. They, they, will, they will start probably boats coming out middle of September. Yeah. Labor Day would be the, the big weekend. Labor Day right is you, traditionally kind of the, the unofficial end of the boating season mm-hmm. in those areas. Because, again, kids go back to school, you know, those... those long weeks or weekends you know are done with and now your boating is going to become more sporadic if you've got kids right um and if you don't have kids it's probably going to become even more sporadic because mm-hmm. you kind of fall back on with work summer season is over right well if you have all this planned out the the good thing is you're thorough and you're planning accordingly if not uh, when you look outside and you see how hot it is it's hard to put your mind in that uh, that mindset and I think that's the point I was trying to make. So there you go. I was right. <laughs> All right. Well, Progressive Insurance released the results of a survey it conducted in the last month uh, of nearly 2,000 boaters in the top 10 states in terms of reg- boat registrations. Boaters in Minnesota, 44%, and Wisconsin, 45%, were what more likely than other boaters to have done? We'll find out what that answer is next, right here on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast man i gotta give me one of these bad boys the upkeep alone would cost you millions you gotta crew it maintain it gas it this thing drinks five gallons a mile. Joe knows boats. That I do. I wish that we could sail our sad days away forever in deep blue seas of paper mache. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Barry the Boater rounding out the crew today. So we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so winterize your boat. That's the message of the day. No. Uh, even no, though no, it's... No. Or at no. least plan for it. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we Better, go. Better, hotter, warmer, warmer. It couldn't get any warmer. Captain Patrick. Yes. And the survey says... Oh, the answer the survey, uh, to the, the question survey, yeah. was, oh, well, of the two places... Do we get to, do we no, get to guess first? Uh, boaters in Minnesota and Wisconsin were yeah. more likely than boaters in the other top 10 states to have done what? Winterize. No. no. No? How about they launched their vehicle into the water when they were launching their boat? No, that's strictly a Florida thing. Hmm. Let's see. Minnesota and what was the other place? What's Wisconsin, it again? Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Minnesota. Ah, uh, get backed up on cheese curds. I knew you no. were going to. No. Yeah. Yeah. How no. about fish are hitting the uh, the people that are in the boat? Oh, that Those could flying be. fish. Yeah. The flying Warmer. carps. Warmer. Mm, uh, they're more often to go fishing. Colder. Mm. All, All right. Just answer. Uh, uh, they are more likely to have struck a rock with their propeller. Oh. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, but you're not up in Minnesota or Wisconsin. 
No, but, but he uh, does it like sure cheese. Knocks your, yeah, it sure knocks your engine, starts vibrating. Yeah, yeah, it will. Now, why would it, it be? Like why would those two places be more common for rock uh, infractions? Probably because the lakes that they boat upon are probably more full of rocks, shallow. Yes, and yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay, uh, Ohio boaters were most likely to report having hit a what? A body. <laughs> no, that'd be tree, Jersey. Tree, that'd be uh, Jersey. How, ma- how many months in? Funniest thing he said all year. Thank you. A, a tree log, you know, a log underwater. Uh, mm. No, a dock, believe it a or dock, not. Yeah. A fixed object. Who's taking the survey? Uh, this is progressive insurance. The one that figures out, out when huh? you do this. Okay, interesting. So Cincinnati or Ohio, yeah. uh, they, they have a tendency to hit the dock more often than other places. Yeah, I mean, it must be something about you the know, Ohio a, River, a, fi- maybe, a fixed or? object and just... I grew up in Cincinnati. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Was there any alcohol involved in these? Uh, it does not say. Oh, okay. Uh, boaters in New York were more likely than their peers to experience what? Uh, boating rage. Hey, there you go. Good job, Barry. How about that? Yeah. Well, it was a given. It's New York. Well, yeah. yeah. How would now? Why would Progressive Insurance know that? How would they know that there? They, was- did you not hear the beginning part of the story where they surveyed two thousand boaters? Yes, but in th- these top ten boating states. Okay, so they just said they suffered from boat rage more. I mean, that's not like a claim. They ex- no, they didn't say it was a claim. It was a survey. Okay. Done by an insurance company. Can you I, do, I just wonder what the question would can, be. Can you just in that survey? do the intro to the show again? Okay, and can just we just like, start on. over? Next question. Operators in North Carolina had the highest percentage of expressing frustration using colorful language. <laughs> colorful I was language. To say what language this was? Yeah, I mean, English, probably. Uh, I think they mean uh, probably uh, expletives, you know. Um, nearly a quarter of Michigan and Texas boaters admitted to leaving out the drain plug. Now, all that tells you oh. is that the other three quarters of the boaters in Michigan and Texas are liars mm-hmm. um, for saying that they've never done it. So there's uh, people that have left, forgot to put the drain plug in that admit it, and then there's people that have... Will never admit it. Exactly. Same as peeing in a wetsuit. Exactly. There's divers that pee in the wetsuit, and there's people that there's divers that lie about peeing in their wetsuit. Oh, there's surfers that do the same thing, and I'm one of the well, surfers I that, that listen. My hand, I raise my hand, sir, because um, I'm not unzipping that while I'm battling. You know, through you know seven, eight. All right, swells. that's a little too much information. Yeah. Wisconsin there, boaters are the least likely to have taken a safety course. Hmm. So maybe that's why they hit more rocks. If okay. You go back to the beginning of the survey, mm-hmm. and thirty-seven percent of North Carolina boaters report having been boarded by the Coast Guard for a <laughs> safety check. Hence, the colorful language that was reported a little bit earlier that the North Carolinians have been uh, reported to have said. Huh. Um, on the national trend, I wouldn't. Excel. I, I still. I, I'm a little confused on that. Why would North Carolina have a problem with language? In that regard. They don't have a problem they with it. They curse with, more. What? They have a problem with using it. I've never th- heard that from people that live in North Carolina. That they, I mean, you'd expect maybe in New Jersey, New York. Hey! Yo, righty! That, that's you know. not a curse. Well, that's true. not a colorful language. Okay. And let me tell you, 
It's just descriptive. Especially <laughs> New Jersey Italians, of which I can speak from experience. We don't have to use actual verbal language. Ah, yeah. Okay? It's, it's more of a they, gesture. There's a gesture. There's a look. Yes. And you're going to know. Yeah. I know I'm number one. Okay, so I, uh, okay. I guess on, maybe. On, on the national know. level, more than 80% of boaters said they consider themselves experienced, but only 50% said they have taken a boat safety course. The survey results uh, said that 27% of boaters report feeling confident with boating basic terminology. Okay. The most common mishap that boaters admitted to, to was having to have forgotten the sunscreen, which is not a mishap. Um, oh, it is after an hour and a half of bacon out there. That's right. And then it then it just becomes a nine one one emergency. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, look, there's a lobster here, driving that boat. Here's here's nah, the, it's just Barry. I just want to point out you. one thing on this 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 story from Progressive Insurance. Florida mm-hmm. did not make this list in any way, shape, or form. So congratulations, Florida. Or they just refused or to they just uh, participate. decided not to ask anyone here. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Hey, you know, going back to um, our winterization type stuff, right. you know, and, you know, when the boat, the weather starts to turn up north, um, on the World of Boating Facebook page and at worldofboating.com earlier this week, the intrepid World of Boating news crew posted from Uncrate dot com that there is a 1970 tupolev a-3 aero sledge n007 for sale and i'm going to what the heck is that, in English, what that did you just say? i'm going to spin this around greg look at that what the heck is that that doesn't is, look like a boat it looks like isn't a, that race a russian car. uh airplane or something it's not an airplane. I'll tell you when we come back. Hmm. Is it a plane? Is it a... It's no, Russian. It's, no, it's Tupolev. Yeah, all right. We'll find out exactly what next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mary the Boater. We are your crew navigating the latest boating news and information. And right now, I don't know, we're trying to figure out uh, what exactly? It's a 1970 Tupolev A-3 aero sledge. So it's a Russian. It, it is a Russian. A I Russian said floating no, vehicle. You can't take that from me. I didn't, I'm not taking it from you. Yeah. What? Okay, Barry recognized it as a Russian thing, which means Barry obviously has ties to Putin, which is a whole nother show and a whole nother news cycle that we'll save for another day. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, okay. this particular craft was designed to pick up cosmonauts and pilots across the Siberian tundra. Mm-hmm. So the design spec stated that it had to be tr- able to travel across snow, ice, and water. Yeah. So uh, Alexei Tupolev's answer was an aero sledge, a vehicle that utilizes ground effects to skim over the ground on a cushion of air. Um, this particular one that Uncrate shows was spirited out of the Soviet Union and was completely restored in Germany. Um, and believe it or not, 
because I I think it's I think it's a really really cool craft. Um, I think I saw it in one of the Austin Power movies. Certainly, yeah. You know, um, looks like a plane from the front, and then kind of looks like a plane. It's got the 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 big engine on the back. Mm -hmm. Kind of got some fins going there, an enclosed cockpit. Yeah. Um, Can be yours. What's it selling for? Ah, a measly hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Bargain. It honestly. Yeah, I, I I think so. I mean that that's a it's a piece of history. I mean, look at that, Greg. That what does that remind you of? Cockpit of an airplane. Yeah, so you'd feel right at home in that. Yeah. Does it actually leave the leave the ground or the water? Well, it looks like it could. It, it says it's supposed to go like on a cushion of air, but yeah, the, it's a hovercraft. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Kind, kind of. Yeah, it looks looks kind of like that. Although the hull bottom looks like it would definitely. Uh, uh, could be like a seaplane, in, yeah, kind of in contact with the water, and when it's on land, it's gonna, you know, kind of float over the top. Yeah, a cool toy for a measly hundred and fifty. Maybe uh, talk them down. Hundred sixty-five thousand. You could drive it back Low across ball. the Atlantic. Yeah. All right, more coming up. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Fool to come back because I've trapped you again. Man, if that ain't fishing, I'm a fishing fool. I've been to every fishing seminar and I've been to fishing school. You gotta get yourself a red hot rig, that's the first in fishing room. So you don't have to catch a thing to come home looking cool. So you don't have to catch a thing to come home looking cool. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. Yeah, fishing is something we do on our uh, boats quite a bit. They, they supposedly made some progress on the Magnuson-Stevenson Fishing Act or something. Stevens. Yeah, we'll go with that uh, this week. And, and I've heard some rumblings. I don't know if it's connected to that or some other fishing bill that passed the house. Or it could have been lunch. It could, it could have, we could have been passing lunch. I don't know. But, uh, but they, at the end of it, they, they had a thing in there about shark fishing. Or shark feeding and shark diving uh-huh. that they tagged on the end of this bill. Now I don't know if it's part of that bill or what. We're trying to get to the bottom of this, but some of my diving friends have alerted me to this issue, and we're trying to get to the bottom of it. And maybe uh, next week we'll have an update for you and find out for sure if that's affected. Because what I saw was a bunch of hooey, had nothing to do with fishing, and some you know uh, congressman or something, or a couple of them put this stupid uh, amendment on the end of the bill. You know, one of those things they slide in at the last minute, but all they, that crap. They've been, they've about. been trying to do this, I mean, since uh, 2015, 2016. Well, yeah, I mean, the the fishing thing is one thing. The fishing app, no, I'm talking, I'm talking diving about the diving stuff. I'm, I'm talking about the, the, the ban on shark feeding. Not really, no. They, Florida they, senators introduced a bill to Congress that would ban shark It was shark Rubio and uh, Bill Nelson. In 2016. Well, that was Florida. Yeah, the Florida uh, guys threw it in there. But that wasn't well. That wasn't fifteen. So I guess it was a year ago or, or so. They threw it in, but it got it got knocked out because uh, you know the dive industry said, "Hey, what are you doing?" 
And they said, oh, okay. And then, of course, they sneak it back in September there 7th, 2001. Well, that was back in the summer of the shark. That's state stuff you're talking about right there. I was in the middle of all that, Patrick. I know. Okay. You don't well, have you to said, You said me. that it just, and I'm like, no, man, this has been going on for a while. Well, no, it Where, hasn't. The, the, on, it got on, banned on in a, state waters years a, ago in on, 2001. Man, on a state and federal level to where no, they, no, they, no, 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 no. they want state to ban only. it. State only. And now the feds are looking to throw something in there, and they've kind of weaseled in. But uh, if the state thing. already bans it, what's... Well, it has nothing to do with fishing. And, but and it what, doesn't matter. Did the state already ban it? The, no. the, this, well, yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. It, it's kind of a gray area. How gray? Uh, like pastel gray you, you can or feed prison gray? Not, you, you can feed them when you're not in the water, but you can't feed them when you're in the water. Exactly. Well, that's just stupid. Exactly. And, and in this case, the verbiage I saw was that they're, they're going to ban dive operators from taking uh, divers to sea sharks with the idea of feeding them and and viewing them to take pictures however if you're chumming them to fish them you can do that to, and kill them till you're blue in the but face. on the east coast if you go outside the the three mile limit you could then do it right yeah Correct. but thousands of feet deep yeah that's true there's so? some problems well so it, it's a <laughs> you know it, it's a big mess let, let me just say that it has nothing to do with fishing. What, that is what, the bottom line. What, what, it has nothing to do with this fishing. What is app. the draw on doing this anyway? This is this what, is, to do this a is one shark of, dive. Yeah, this has got to be one of the stupidest things to sit oh there. Oh my gosh! To Are sit there kidding? with fish in your hand and have a, a. First of all, you don't do that. That you're you're speaking like a true non-diver right, who's never that, done this before. Then then how does it happen? You go uh, down. Then the lady that was in the news the other day. Yeah, laying back and let the sharks you know come up to her and that's and, idiotic. Bit her arm, and then the other one who was feeding off the back of a boat, and one came up, grabbed her arm, and pulled her in the water. So other than that, how does this occur? Okay, you go on a shark dive, and uh-huh. there's one of the the guides is doing the feeding, or they okay. may have a chum sickle type of thing, and you kneel in the sand and you watch this experience take place in front of you. The sharks don't come and eat you. <laughs> What do you I didn't say they came and eat you. Well, they don't come and bite you either. I didn't now say the they per- came. They well, would listen, come and bite you. The the person who is feeding is definitely at risk. No different than if you were feeding a large dog. Okay, and if that dog was coming after your food and accidentally bit your hand instead of the fish, okay, that that could happen. I don't understand the draw. Pictures. You go down there. You see these animals up close in an environment that is their home. And you see them up close and personal. Being, being you're, fed you're, artificially. No, you're, you're swimming with these feed, apex predators. Yeah. No, you're you're, there Greg watching. said you're not swimming with them. That no, no, no. You're, no. You're, well, we've gone down to the Keys and actually done this. We have video of it. Uh, and it's really cool to, it is. to kneel in the sand. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking it. What I'm saying you is... You are knocking it. You're saying, why would you ever want to do this? And I'm telling you... Well, that's not knocking it, it. That's my personal opinion. Well, opinion. It's you have a personal stupid. opinion that has why, no basis why, in fact because you why haven't would you done go, it. Why would you go on a safari and have the safari guide while you're kneeling there in the bush, you know, hold out some a, a steak and have a, a, a lion come up and, and feed them? I mean, First of all, a shark isn't a lion. It isn't a bear. This is such an old, has-been, idiotic argument in comparison. It's, they, not, it's not even Leave close. the sharks alone. Okay. Leave them alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, you don't know what you're talking about. Leave them alone. But it has not the bottom if line. If you want to go is, swim with them, fine. That's what you're doing. You're diving. And no, you, you wanna, said you're sitting in the sand watching somebody feed them. Well, what, no, there, there's you, another time what they'll do is they'll put food in a box. Uh-huh. Right. Lower that box down. Uh-huh. And it brings the sharks in to swim around. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you're the sharks. To, 
Yeah. Yeah, the sharks will not come up to you generally in the wild at all, Patrick. Great. Leave them alone. Then you won't see them. Who cares? They're sharks. (laughs) Go watch Jaws. They only come after humans when they're on surfboards and they look like seals. that, That is not true. (laughs) <laughs> that, that is not true because right, we, well, don't, so we don't look like seals, so and everybody knows that sharks roll their eyes back. So that la- those last moments there before they go and attack, they kind of protect their their eyes anyway. Right, but but you, your uh, comment was like, uh, just go watch Jaws or this new movie. No, my, Meg com- my comment is coming out. My comment is leave the sharks alone. Yeah, you are leaving them alone. Just, just leave. It's no different than people who go out whale watching. Leave the whales alone. You know, oh, we got to get right up to him. Look, I'm on my paddle board. Oh, one's coming up right near me. Oh, I was so scared. No, you know exactly what you're doing. You know where the whales were. You can leave them alone. Listen, that one came up out of the water right where you were in your sea kayak or your your uh, your paddle board. Yeah, leave them alone. Okay, fine. You have that choice, but don't take the choice of me wanting to get up close and personal with them to take pictures of them and 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 Should you be able should di- you be able to swim with manatees and feed manatees? Um I you you can swim with them now. You don't you can't feed them, but you can swim with them. You can snorkel Only in with one them. area. Yeah. I mean, and if they swim up to you, who, you know, so what? Oh, What's no, the big you got to get away from them. You're not, no, you're not, you're, oh yeah, no, that's and you not can't true. feed them. You can't so, feed them. You're not supposed to chase them around. If they come up to you, you can't. Do you, do you have a problem with that? No, I don't. Okay, if they interact with you, so be it. Whatever. You're not supposed to touch them. Whatever. But that's naturally, fine. they come up. Same thing with sharks. If you're out there no, diving they don't. and they come but, up around you naturally, fine. Nobody's out in Crystal River holding a head of lettuce listen, under on. the water. You're getting saying, mixed come up here, into a whole come here, other, so people can What is see the you downside eating. to what you're saying? I mean, you're trying to take away the opportunity for divers it to get It domesticates sharks to where they lose their fear of man. Wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. I do Patrick. know what I'm talking about. No, you about. don't. Yes, You've I do. You've never done it. You've never been on it a doesn't shark matter. dive. You're not even a certified diver, so you're kind of talking I'm about I'm a certified right surfer. Yeah, that has nothing to do it with the shark It most certainly dive. does. As okay, a diver. Leave the sharks alone. Listen, listen. Children. No, hold on. If you go out on a shark dive, the whole idea of doing this is to show these animals up close and personal and show that they are not the man-eaters that everybody portrays them in on TV and during Shark Week or whatever, or and you see them in a whole nother light. I don't, and, and I'm telling you, it will change your perspective why, why, but of I already, sharks. But I already know they're not okay, these, these terrible man-eaters. So why would you take why away would you that need, tool? Why would you need to see that as they come up to go and eat? Out of somebody's hand, or first of all, you keep bucket, bringing it up out of a hand. I'm talking. About, I'm not Doesn't talking matter. about the diver. I'm talking about the guide, whoever it is. That's yeah. That's got the stuff, and you're a safe distance away, right? Right. So that you can observe them in their natural Why habitat. Why can't they? But do it's that? not natural. <laughs> it, 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 they're first of all, they're feeding them the food that they typically eat. They're not feeding them enough to sustain themselves. They never could if they Leave wanted them to. Alone. <laughs> Whatever, Patrick. The, uh, I'm telling you, why would you take that choice away? What is it? What is the downside of doing this? Other than uh, showing people that these sharks aren't going to eat you, and you see them in a whole other light, like, hey, we need to uh, look at these animals as something okay. we need to protect, so as opposed there's, to something there's, there's we need to fear. There's a specific area that they usually go to, right? There's what? Is there a specific area that they would go to to go and do these dives? Uh, well, it depends yes, on yes, what part of the yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. There's a spe- so you could 
then say after so many dives and so many times doing this, you'd probably have a certain amount of sharks in the area yeah, that so, would get accustomed right. to this occurring. Yeah. Right? Happens every right? day all okay. around the world. And that, and that somebody's going to have some food for them. Yeah. And now you, have some, you, now you have some poor schmuck diving in the area. Right. That comes when, through. When and no, guess what? When they nobody don't else, get, When nobody else is there. And, and they don't the get sharks bit. come up to them and say, where's my food, man? And they see they don't have any. And, and then they, they eat them. Wrong. See, that's where you're you're totally Leave him alone. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But what's new? You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Keevan Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook Protective Hard Cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. All I style meets year seven with Long John, Blackbeard, Pink Lake, Patch the scourge of the mountain mean, the bloodthirstiest, black-heartedest pirate captain ever sailed the seven seas. <laughs> what say we hoist the Jolly Roger, heel over to yonder Spanish galleon, lay a few broadsides at Ginner Timbers, and swing over on these ear lanyards with our cutlasses in our teeth, and cut them to ribbons and split the booty? What say ye to that? We are easy. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it and I don't want to do it. Tacky, tacky, tacky. And don't the 
look at me that way. <laughs> well, if you don't like it, what do you want? I want to sing and dance. I want to sing and dance. I want to be a pirate in the pirate's arpins dance. Wear me silver buckle slippers and me tight shiny pants. I want to sing and this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. Uh, I think we'd be an awesome trio in the Pirates of Penzance, by the way. Listen, can we maybe once a quarter pick one or two rejoins that will never, ever, ever be played again? Absolutely. Okay. Because that's one, and the other one is Good Ship Lollipop nope. right off the bat. Uh, we know what we'll uh, lead off with next week. Uh, so anyway, uh, in the last segment, we proved that Patrick is wrong and I'm right once again. Nope, drop it. We love sharks, and uh, if you want to dive it, with it, them, it, so it, be it. That's it. up to you. It has nothing to do with fishing. That was my point at the beginning of that, and then we got off track as usual. Uh, you're you know, the captain. You're supposed it, to lead us in, a, in the appropriate way. I I did. You, yeah, you just, almost caused a mutiny. Just, just that you want to resist. Uh, I'm not resisting argument. That's okay. That's not common sense. The only it's person that looked wash. more miserable during that last segment than you, um, Barry. No, actually, couldn't even see him though. He's connected I, via the web. Actually, you know somebody. Uh, this guy by the goes by the name of Jay Z. Are you familiar with the Jay Z? Uh, Beyonce's better half, uh, supposedly. Okay, yeah. and I know we've. Even though we all enjoy our time out on the water, we've all had days that we probably, in hindsight, were like, man, that was absolutely the worst. Uh, But I've never seen anybody look as miserable on a jet ski as this guy. And that's on worldofboating.com or the World of Boating uh, Facebook page. I'm getting salt water in my eyes. You know, he, he he might as well just be... The only thing missing is a life jacket made of bubble wrap. Yeah. Because, he, dude, it kind of looks like Urkel more than he looks like uh, yeah, Jay-Z. You sure that's Jay-Z? It is Jay-Z. Okay. But everything from the, uh, I love it, the uh, crash helmet, mm-hmm. um, and, and he's wearing a life jacket. Kudos to that. Um, and just, just looks absolutely like he would rather be anywhere other than on this jet ski yeah and that's that's just well i think horrible. they just got a bad shot of him mm. i bet he was how can you not have fun on a jet ski come on well those paparazzi are, are following him around yeah he maybe he's annoyed fun. exactly he just looks, he goes is that captain patrick on that boat? he doesn't like shark divers screw him well you know what might have made him happier and, and could have made uh, somebody wisely uh turned in Something that they found floating off the coast of Pensacola this week. Um, did you guys see this story? Oh, oh a dead body? No. Oh. Square grouper? No. Well, oh. y- yeah, but uh, there wait, was wait. the one off the east coast of Florida that was actually the uh, the ganja. This one was 75 pounds of cocaine. Hmm. Oh. The great white whale. <laughs> 75 pounds. pounds of cocaine hmm. floating and of course someone lost their job over that one right no well my my understanding is there's an expected loss um from the uh smugglers yeah um just the price of doing business but if you if you were if you were the guy who or you're the person who found that 
one you don't ever want. First of all, I probably would just go the other way. <laughs> I, 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 you know, maybe uh, I, I, you're kind of torn because you don't want your name associated with it the way yeah. that things are today. Your name gets out. Uh, that the people who were responsible for that product, you know, goes after you because you reported it to the police. Um, and well, cert- what if your boat goes down and that stays afloat and that's the only way you have to stay alive is to float back to uh, land on your brick of cocaine? Does it float? Well, obviously it did if they found okay, it. You're, 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 I have no idea why you, you just went. It was like 180 degrees. No, I'm just saying. If uh, you know they found this and it's floating on the surface, and, uh-huh. and the guy who was running it, uh-huh. he's like, he doesn't want to get caught, of course. But if he's like, well, hey, I got to get on top of this thing, or I ain't going to survive. Uh-huh. You got a decision to make. Well, that's fine. Then but, why would he contact the authorities? Yeah, he wouldn't he? They would find him. I right. Mean, just what like I'm they saying found is, it. the person who found it, though, if you were the person who found it, yeah, not the person who was responsible for smuggling it. Okay, if you're the person who found it. You would not want your name associated with this in any way, shape, or form. And certainly, probably through everybody's mind is like, I could take this, I could sell it. Maybe. I, I don't could know. take it, I could sell it, and they're gonna think come the salt and water f- would ruin it. Nah, I think you can nah? I think you can well it's tightly wrapped. It didn't dissolve. You seem That's to know true. a lot about this whole thing. It's Way more. I it's lived powder. in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Okay. All right, well... Uh, uh, marijuana know. would be something if it got wet. If I you mean, get caught doing yeah, that... Just, cocaine, if it gets wet, it, it, what's it, your it name? disappears. My name is Captain Patrick from the World of Boating. That's what I would say. <laughs> Under the bus. That'll teach you. Go feed that to your sharks. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, there was a movie that started that way. All right, anyway, that'll do it for this week. Till next time, whether it's sail or motor... Come on, Barry. Life is Life better. Life is better. As, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.